Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. I wanted to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So make sure you sign up for my free newsletter at jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you identify who you are when you look in the mirror. I'll also be interviewing inspirational author and motivational speaker, Tom Corner, who helps you navigate the mosh pit of your mind and helps you realize your true potential. For more information about Tom, please visit tomcorner.net. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well. And then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. Looking in the mirror. Every one of us, when we get ready for work or for school, will always look in the mirror to make sure we look our best. Sometimes we wake up one day and don't feel like we look that good. For example, we have a bad hair day or our clothes just don't seem to fit us the way that we'd like them to. But does that change your self-worth, your identity? Unfortunately, many times it does. We can be very self-conscious about how we look or don't have the confidence that we typically have. You'll hear my guests and myself touch on this a little bit later, but I wanted to create a foundational piece for you. So what changed from the day before when you had that confidence? Actually, nothing changed. Your clothes fit you the same way. Your hair, even though it may be slightly askew, doesn't determine your value or your worth or even your confidence level. What determines it is you. If you look in a picture, you can identify who you are. You know exactly what your body looks like. You know exactly what your face looks like because you see it all the time. The problem is, is many times we can't identify who we are in our mind. That will often change based on our mood or based on circumstances that happen around us. You've heard me teach many times that whatever we perceive to be true determines what we feel. What we feel determines how we react or how we respond. If you had a negative situation that happens and it causes you to feel a certain way, well, the reality is nothing truly has changed. The only thing that's changed is what occupies your mind. So if we know that our physical appearance cannot change within 24 hours or even 20 minutes, the thing that is changing is on what you focus, on what you perceive to be true about yourself. So just like you can identify who you are in a photo or looking in the mirror, if you're not able to identify who you are in your mind and say, yes, this is me, I am successful, I am a hard worker, I am a loving parent, I'm a wonderful friend, if you know that's who you are, then be that person. But if you allow circumstances to dictate your worth or your value, and you start to believe that, well, unfortunately, you don't know who you are because you allow these situations to tell you who you are. It's so important for each one of us to identify who we are and who we are not. Sometimes the best way to do that is literally writing it down on a piece of paper. 
create two columns. One is who you are and one is who you are not. And as you write those things down, you'll start to see what you really believe about yourself. Sometimes it's a wonderful thing because we're able to say, wow, I actually have more going on for me than I realized. And conversely, sometimes it identifies blind spots in our minds that we didn't realize that we believe something that is not true. So if you look at the column of what you are not, and you're still kind of waffling to say, well, maybe I'm this sometimes and maybe I'm not, then look for the evidence. Evidence or behaviors in your life will always dictate what is true. Now, if people have said this about you, that's not true. That's their perception. Those are not data points or facts that you have actually done. So if you're believing what other people have said and not what you've actually done, unfortunately, you're allowing them to say, this is your identity. And my friend, that is not your identity. The great thing is, even if you did engage in some of these behaviors in the past, right this moment, you have the opportunity to say, you know what? I don't want to be that anymore. I'm going to change that. And that is a wonderful opportunity to now put on the other column of who you are, that you are a person of excellence. You are a person who is going to be more mindful of this. You are a person who's going to change. You're a person who's going to be the best person you can be, even though we still struggle at times. I want you to really recognize the wonderful traits that you have. Yes, we all have areas of growth and development that we'll continue to have throughout our life. But when you focus on what is going really well, just like bringing a coin to your eye, that's all you see. Conversely, if you bring that coin to your eye on the negative side of things, then that's all you're going to see. So my challenge for you today is just like you know who you are in the mirror or in a photo, you need to know who you are internally. Don't allow situations or circumstances to dictate your worth or your value or how attractive you feel or how successful you are. You be the one who determines that. And once you really recognize that you have the power to determine your value and who you are and your identity, it'll set you free in a way you've never experienced before. I'm really excited for you. I can't wait to hear more about this. So definitely reach out to me. I want to hear all about it. Did you know I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 155 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know that many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show. So these episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode will give you a practical tool or technique that you can practice daily to help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, or go to YouTube and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. My guest today is Tom Corner, who is an inspirational author and motivational speaker. He has two decades of experience in the financial services industry, which helped him sharpen his skills as a communicator, uplifter, and business professional. Tom realized his greatest contribution was not filling tables, crunching numbers, or managing a team. He realized it was waking people up to their true potential. He will inspire you today to realize your own true potential. Welcome to my show, Tom. James, it's great to be here. Thank you. Yes, it's my pleasure. You've done so many amazing things. I can't wait to hear how you really inspire the people that follow you and how you're really transforming their lives. Did you always know that that was in you to be able to help people find their true potential? You know, it's a great question, James. I, I believe, yes. I uh-huh. just didn't know how. Sure. And I think that's the way with many people. We may have this intrinsic skill set, but without that, the honing of it or the sharpening of it or just the true awakening that, wow, this is my calling. Yes, I think that sometimes we don't see how we can impact or help people really find their potential or find their way. Yeah, I agree with that. One thing you mentioned that I believe also we go about our lives based on what we've learned Mm -hmm. and how we've been taught, which is great. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's, it's great. It gets us out of the gates. But what I believe that a lot of people do is they live their lives based on the expectations of mm. others. Yeah, that's a great point. And maybe waking up one day saying, well, hold on. 
what what are what do I want? What mm-hmm. are my expectations? And that's really can be a scary question and it can be very very challenging as well. Sure. Well, even to piggyback off that further, then that makes me think if you wake up with this existential awareness, in other words, really saying, why am I here? What is that about? Then it also helps you realize that, well, wait a minute, if people are putting these expectations on me, perhaps it's time for me to find additional people who will support me to reach my highest potential. But that's another show. (laughs) So so let's let's jump back to your your, your background just a little bit. So what happened for you that you, I guess, woke up one day and you thought, you know what? I have something that I want to share with the world. I'm recognizing my potential and I want to help other people. So what was that pinnacle moment for you? Well, James, it's it's something that I say happened gradually, then suddenly, which is a line quoted in Ernest Hemingway's book, The Sun Also Rises. Uh-huh. And it, it did happen suddenly for me about t- two years ago, which I reflect on in my latest book, my memoir, Borrowed Eyes and Feet. Mm-hmm. And uh, my... To try to keep it as concise as possible, my perspective on the world and myself was wrong. Mm. And with the wrong perspective, what that creates is pain, struggle, and suffering. And my perspective has changed, if that makes sense. And was there a specific, sure, was there a specific event that made you realize that my perspective has changed and my perspective is different? Um, well, I, I, I did hit a wall and, mm-hmm. and had, um, if you want to call it a breakdown or a mm-hmm. meltdown, I, I, it actually happened two years in a row for the most part. I think it was slowly, gradually telling me. Mm-hmm. This happens to many of us, sure. Yeah. And I, I was doing all the right things. My career was excellent and, um, life is great, but deep down, there was something that I needed to make peace with. Mm -hmm. And in my book, I reflect on actually my, it's somewhat of a morbid scene is I had to make a decision of living a life of anger. I had to decide to how to end it. And there's only two Mm -hmm. choices to end it physically Mm -hmm. or to make a shift and make peace with people and things and, and walk towards love, which Mm -hmm. seems to be, it's challenging. And a lot of people say, well, yeah, to love someone is weak and makes you vulnerable, but it's actually our strength. Yes. Well, it's interesting. I've done a couple of shows on that before where I talk about just the emotional expressions of how whatever we perceive to be true determines what we feel. What we feel determines what our body does. And people don't realize the actual chemical reactions that our body elicits, or in other words, um, the chemicals that are secreted in our body based off of our emotions. For example, you cry and it releases so many toxins within your body. You laugh, it strengthens your heart. It creates these natural killer cells in your bloodstream. So there's so many ways in which our, our, our emotions, when they're expressed in a healthy way, actually help us live longer. So I always find it very, the irony of it is when people are like, oh, real men don't cry. Well, real men in their world don't live as long than the people who do <laughs> express their emotions. So it's such a really interesting, I, I kind of, I kind of you know, just make a little dig at that. But it's true. I mean, the real men, Right. Actually, we'll live longer to be the more successful people. So anyway, but first off, thank you so much for sharing that, your background. And you probably weren't expecting to share that as I'm asking this on national radio, but thank you for that. And we're very happy, of course, that you've made that decision to put to 
bed or put to, to change that perspective for yourself because now you are the amazing, successful, inspirational person that you are today. Well, one well, of the things, you, James. <laughs> you're welcome. One of the things is, you know, I'm hearing your story as well, is because you've helped so many people, what would you say the main reason why most people really are struggling with saying, you know what? I'm recognizing mediocrity. I'm recognizing minutia is in my life. What would you say would be the reason for not moving beyond that or into the action phase of the recognition of, I don't want to be this way anymore? I would boil that down to fear. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything that we don't do or <clears throat> it's a result of fear. Yeah. Fear and all of its distressing disguises, anger, doubt, self-sabotage. But what I talk about in my book is I, I capture this in chapter three when I was doing a school assembly for my daughter's elementary school mm-hmm. and things didn't go right. The technology went haywire. I've learned over the years that that's okay. <laughs> yes, it is. That I can, I can forge forward and make it a success. But what I call the mosh pit of your mind, James, starts to act up. So if anybody's ever been at a rock concert and they go into a mosh pit, it can be scary. It can be violent and physical and you don't want to go in there. (laughs) And so, right. And if you think about our, our minds processing over 50,000 thoughts a day Mm -hmm. and we don't pick up on that. And if our thoughts are fearful or negative or self-sabotaging, well, then what do you think is going to be the result? We stay stuck. Yes. And so I talk about this mosh pit of your mind to help people maybe understand it. And if anybody's ever been in a mosh pit, they'll say, whoa, I get it. And what happens is, and it still happens to me today. It happens every day for me. These negative thoughts come in, but I've trained myself to say, are these thoughts really true? And also to recite affirmations mm-hmm. Very good. Yes. that that a lot of people laugh at. They say, oh, I'm not going to go around saying I give my best and my best is good enough or I'm proud of myself. But it actually works. It doesn't work at first. But holy Toledo, to, to answer your question, it's fear. And yes. it's not being aware of that mosh pit of our thought process. And we just kind of go along our lives, say, well, I, that's the way it is. I have no choice. Yeah, I really, I agree with you hundred percent that, that fear of that stepping into the unknown. Often we think, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Or we, we see people that we, we see as really successful. Like I could never be like them or they have so many more advantages or opportunities than I do. But the, the, what people don't realize is that the people who separate, the successful people who are separate, I suppose, from the people who haven't made that change is they simply have put action behind it. And one small little step of saying, you know what, yeah. I'm going to research something. I'm going to talk to somebody who has stepped out into the unknown. Those small little steps create more steps. And pretty soon we're going at a, at a, at a really fast pace and our life has, has really changed. I wanted to really validate that, yep. the affirmation part that you said. I actually do that. And it's one thing I really recommend for my listeners to do as well. So thank you for sharing your own experience. But I really do that myself. Since I'm on radio, I'm actually able to record my affirmations. And so what I do is I've recorded a number of affirmations. And so every morning when I'm out walking my dog, that's how I start my day as I listen to those and that my day gets started in such a, 
an affirmative way, if you will. Yes, and that really absolutely. shifts my mind, you know, because we all wake up pretty early, I'm assuming. And for me, I have so much to do. And I'm like, okay, this is how I want my foundation to be. Because I always teach people how you start your day is indicative of how your day is going to go. So if you're starting your day really rushed and you're uh, late for everything, well, then you've created a sense of panic within yourself, which your fight yeah. or flight has, in, has been um, evoked. And all of a sudden you have all this crazy adrenaline in you. And it's like, <laughs> where's the peace that I could have had should I have started my day in a different way? <laughs> That's so true. And the 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 interesting thing to that point, James, again, it took me a long time to to make that shift, mm-hmm. but it's it's powerful and and it works yeah. because uh, I still have ornery thoughts or negative thoughts and and I still have challenges, but Which the way do, I yes, view yeah. right, the way I view them is is different it's not as awful or dreadful and to your point most people if they try it they try it once or twice and they stop because it doesn't work and think about this and i've had people talk to me and ask me uh how i'm doing it maybe after seeing a blog article i post or something of that nature and i'll usually after I speak with them, allow the energy to flow and, and an mm-hmm. affirmation comes to me and I'll text it to them. Oh, that's right? nice. That's really nice. And, but the interesting thing is in one day, I think there's 86,000 seconds or so. Mm-hmm. And to recite an affirmation could take maybe 10 yeah, or 15. That's a very good point. And to give yourself that time, like you said, James, that you do deliberate practice every morning. I do it every morning. I do mm-hmm. it all day and into you. the night. It, it, I tell people you owe it to yourself to give yourself at least 30 seconds mm-hmm. out of 86,000 to be nice to yourself. And so many people can't do it. Yeah. I love those numbers. I mean, it really breaks it down. You're like, okay, 10 seconds out of that many. I mean, come on, people. We can all do that. And there's no, there's right. no shame there. It's just, <laughs> wow, I didn't realize you're right. 10, 10 seconds and that's, I can do that. <laughs> I'm walking to my car. I mean, you can multitask those yes. types of things, but you really have to listen to what the affirmation is because the more often you say it, the more you're going to learn it. I don't know if my listeners knew this, but it's actually 66 times to do something before it becomes a habit. We used to think it was 21 times, but it's 66 yeah. times. That's why most people, when they have their New Year's resolution... The first three weeks after the gym when I'm there, you often don't see many people is because they just didn't wait long enough to really put the time and energy into it. So the more often people do these things, these affirmations and do it more than 66 times, you'll find it becomes more of a habit. It's much more easy for you to do. And it's something that really will change your life in a a personal self-development way. The other thing too to add to that, James, and you probably probably realize this and maybe don't necessarily pay attention to it anymore. When you recite an affirmation, even I recite different affirmations, mm-hmm. my body will tell me whether or not I believe it or <laughs> That's not. That's a really good point, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Usually it's in my, for me, it's in my shoulders and my chest and sometimes my jaw. But when you say something nice to yourself, you're, you can feel in your body yes. where there's resistance. And, and most people, again, aren't aware of that. But if you pay attention, you'll be amazed. And then eventually... If you practice this long enough, you'll notice that through deliberate practice that eventually that resistance in your body dissipates. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because once again, whatever we perceive to be true determines what we feel, determines what our body does. And some yep. people who may not have experienced what you're saying as far as that, that true belief system, think about it this way. If you or if a person is 
walking down the street or they're leaving their house and they look in the mirror and they're, you know, they're walking. They're like, wow, I look really attractive. I'm really looking great today. When you believe that, all of a sudden your, 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 your walk changes. It's more confident. Your head, your shoulders go back. Your head goes up. You feel really confident. And it was just a simple thing of saying, I look really good today. And that is a beautiful affirmation that we often don't give ourselves. But what's the difference? Just because a little bit of our hair was slightly askew and now it's in place or our clothes fit a certain way or whatever it may be. But the difference is you are the same person. The only thing that's different is how you perceived yourself in that moment when you looked at the mirror based off of however your day started. So it's so easy when we realize that we are the same person as the same person we give ourselves a compliment to, the same person that we say, you, you'll never do this or you, you can't step out to the unknown. It's the same exact person. We just get to decide which version of our affirmation or disaffirmation, or that's not even a word, but our, our, um, our negative thoughts. <laughs> it is now. We'll make it a word, yeah. <laughs> our negative thoughts, which one we're going to listen to. And so it's, I just think people don't realize that it's just so easy to just simply say one thing that, really, that we believe because it's, it is just simply that easy. Well, here's the other part of that, because if you get to that state and you say, oh, man, you look great today and you believe it, the the challenge, too, is you need to turn off the noise mm-hmm. outside because then you'll see someone who might look better than you and then and then you put yourself down. So, again, the, people don't realize that they're creating their own self-defeat mm-hmm. and it's it's really a finding that self-acceptance within and I and I do my best to practice that with my daughters to say, you go to school, kids can be mean. And, and, but if you can find your self acceptance within that, you can actually love that person Mm -hmm. because what they're doing is they don't know really why they're doing what they're doing, but it's their own mechanism to keep them safe. And if you can find your self acceptance, you'll be able to love everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, and the other thing too, if people want to go deep into this, I, I was walking my dog doing my meditation, my walking meditation this past summer. And I was frustrated and I said, man, I hate myself. And I realized that we can't hate ourselves, James. We hate, we can hate the thoughts that we've Correct, created yeah. about ourselves, but there's no way that we can actually hate ourselves. It's the illusions in our mind that we created that we believe we hate, but there's no way we can do that. Yes, <laughs> and it's yeah. if for people that are maybe at that next step of call it enlightenment or awareness, it's powerful when you see that and you're just, I was blown away when I came to that realization. Now I still have these, these thoughts in my mosh pit that say you're a knucklehead, mm-hmm. but I ask, is this really true? Is exactly. it really true? And it's, you know, it's not. Yeah. Well, yeah, what are the facts? Yeah, what are the facts <laughs> that prove that? Well, the regular is, you know, you look, can look at all the amazing things you've done and that's, you know, at the end of the day, if, if we really are, are starting to accept who we are, all the parts of us, for whatever we've done in the past, whatever we've experienced in the past, whether we did it on our own, our own volition, things happen to us. If we're really starting to like who we are in this moment, then it doesn't matter what those things were in the past. Not to minimize it, but they make up like a jigsaw of our life. The jigsaw puzzles all come together to make the beautiful person that we all are. And so I think as you start these affirmations, as you're aware of that, as you can compliment yourself and say you look really good, those things come together 
So then you have a choice. You know, think of like those little, um, I remember the cartoons, the little angel and little devil that was on her shoulders. It's oh, the same absolutely. thing. Which, which one are you going to listen to? I mean, that's, that's a choice that we have every single day. You know, talking about the mosh pit of your mind. That's the same thing. The mosh pit is just like that little devil that, you know, is always yeah. that sneaky thing that always makes us, you know, gets us in trouble. And then we have that opportunity to listen to that angel, which is that positive affirmation, that self-belief that perhaps what we believe in the past is not necessarily true. And even if it were true in the past, it's not who you are today. What's really exciting about what you're doing and what we're talking about, James, is is this, I believe, is starting a trend that will have a leave a positive impact on the business world because the business world, it, this is this is something that's completely non-existent. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, that's a strong statement, sure. but for the most part, it's non-existent in the business world. Mm-hmm. You do see some of these leaders of some of these great companies that practice meditation and mindfulness and some of them do, but for the most part, they don't. And it's interesting because my awareness has changed as well. And I believe that it is something that the business world executives or just employees can embrace to feel comfortable because it can be very competitive and and appear cutthroat. But if you're, perspective mm-hmm. is of self-acceptance and you have you create this positive mindset your work environment will make a complete shift exponentially I totally absolutely yeah totally yeah i realize i wish we had more time unfortunately our time is up tom if my listeners would like to find out more information about you and to purchase your books you have so many amazing books i definitely want my listeners to go to your website and purchase them but where would they find all this information online uh, thank you james my website is TomCorner.net, TomCorner, C-O-R-N-E-R.net, and you can access my latest uh, book events, purchase my books, or, or read some of my blogs and other things that are going on in the uh, world of awareness. Excellent. Well, Tom, thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. I really do appreciate your time, so thank you. Thank you, James. Appreciate it. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.